Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic made it. Yeah. So live on Ghana Talks Radio. It's time for the cubicle. With me, Lansa Haruna. It's 31 minutes past 2 p.m. right here in Accra, Ghana. We are live on Ghana Talks Radio. Station that gives the youth a voice. A very sunny Monday afternoon. Say if I deliver me with the paper, I want to build house for my mouth. I didn't believe in my hustle, but Monday. As you know, on this platform, this show, the cubicle, they always come your way with some interesting insights and discussions on the topics that are what that are very very relevant to you, and to me, myself, particularly the young person. The more important, give you the young person's perspective on these issues. Because we understand that young people occupy a very, very important session, a section of our public, of our population. From wherever you are tuning in, we are live on we are also live, Khaled, on YouTube and on Facebook at Ghana Talks Radio. And today we have a lot of packed, stronger than Omega. Must have an interesting conversation that we will have here on the cubicle live on Ghana Talks Radio. I want to welcome you again this particular Monday edition as we seek to discuss DC losing the vote in parliament the MPP sought to watch Approve some ministerial nominations of His Excellency President Nanado Dankwako for Ado. Following the designation of some ministers, a few were nominated to fill the vacancy. So, what will be a regular process turned out into a very, very sophisticated, acrimonious, saw a lot of compromise. This particular turnout. 
caused a lot of reactions among the indies lots of new trials expected more from the new uh, the national democratic congress mps of the ndc were of the view that and I have the hope in view of the recent economic crisis that we find ourselves in as a country there was no need uh, to fill the gap to increase the expenditure of the state filling in the what the filling the vacant position or ministerial position this was a principle of the NDC as a party
occasion demands the company of good music that fits the purpose. At GTR Sounds, we understand your need to create just the right atmosphere for your wedding or engagement, party, funeral, crusade, political campaign or rally, or just any other event, as well as executive and corporate functions. With our modern and high-quality spinning machines, mixers, microphones, and power amplifiers, binary speakers, and saps, we offer the highest of sound quality and music play at events and functions. At GTR Sounds, we have a team of seasoned and highly experienced sound engineers who understand just the right choice of music for your event. Locate our studios at Aponchi Hotel in Anya or call our numbers 054-8522-897 or 027-3363-973. You can also reach via our email sounds at ghanatalksradio.com. At GTR Sounds, we take care of your event. Present Legendary, your one and only host for Nigerian Davu. Afolai make you join me every Wednesdays and Saturdays from 12 to 1.30 p.m. As I go to summer with the latest news and gist directly from Obodo, Nigeria. Don't forget to still catch up on all our previous episodes of Nigerian Davu on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook Podcasts, and via our website www.ganatalksradio.com or make you Google carriers for your pocket by downloading our Ghana Talks Radio app via Android Google Play and iOS App Store. Make you feel the end Enjoy our other Sengemenge shows. Follow us on our social media platforms at Ghana Talks Radio for other interesting stories with the draw from our tomorrow. No talks here, no tell you. Omo Yami, Oya Jimasun. Hello, Ghana. Hello, worldwide. I'm Musi Level Bear. Now listen, every Tuesday and Friday, be the time it's going to carry Brel and we're gonna talk radio 7 p.m. sharp. Now Tuesday, we're gonna talk about our culture, our history. Martin Dean said it's about same. Now on Friday, you bar some bar some bars. You better rap, you better say it. No artists go join me in the studio. We're gonna discuss about music and business. Oh, yeah, singer, and now you're a rapper. You think that you get bass. You go be spitfire. Now, listen, make you join me with studios. Our Ghana Talks Radio, and yes, say, I didn't know. Me say, download the Ghana Talks Radio app, you know, our Play Store, any app store. No tune in, yes, say, I This is what you see. Baba Life on Facebook, Cointacra, any Ghana Talks Radio page. And so now, listen, I bet you fire. One year, one year, wedding. Jajan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic made it. Yeah. Uh, we will be uh, discussing uh, the NDC's uh, reactions after they lost on uh, the votes to what uh, to approve some ministerial nominees of His Excellency Nanadankwako for Ado. And this particular issue is getting a lot of reaction. Or this particular situation uh, is, is gaining a lot of reaction from all corners of people interested in the body politics of Ghana. And so are we here at Ghana Talks with you. Now, <laughs> what actually happened was that uh, some new ministers, including Katie Hammond, Brian Champon, Stephen Amor, and Co. were nominated by His Excellency Nanadunankwakofuado to uh, to replace some of the ministers who resigned, including uh, including the former Minister for Trade, uh, Mr. Alan Cash, 
uh, former uh, Greek minister, Mr. Kote, Okoto Ose, Okoto Ose, and then uh, I, I don't know they actually uh, suspended one other minister. Uh, so these were some vacancies that were what left. These were vacancies that were created from the resignation and from the suspension and what uh, disappointment of some ministers. That was the genesis. Now, what happened actually is that the NDC, throughout the vetting process, after the nomination were announced and stuff, the NDC had always maintained that in the financial crisis that we find ourselves in as a country, there is no need to what there is no need to add more burden on the national coffers. There is no need to incur more expenditure. There is no need to spend more money. So, the situation or what happened or the reality that we've now had some few ministers out of the scene it meant that from complaining that we had a large size of government this was just a good <laughs> this just happened in the field of ghana in the sense that okay yeah there were complaints that they, they, we have a lot of ministers we have a lot of ministers now two or three or four are no more i've left the the their places the positions so just like uh what we wanted to just happen in a different way. So let's well, let's just continue. Let's move on. Let's not well, let's save the country some money. So then this was like take the opportunity, Mr. President, to what to show to Canadians that you don't want to spend more money because we don't have money as a country. And apart from making that particular advocacy, they actually made a created a position that they were not going to approve of these nominations. So at the vetting, it was very 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 tough. Now the whole position was actually cemented by a communique of the party to what, to direct or to what to to whip all its members of parliament into the into the position of the party that no member of the of the NDC, no MP of the NDC's part or caucus would what would vote to what to nominate or to approve of the nominations of Mr. Akufo Addo. If you go back in this particular parliament, I think the eighth parliament, what happens is that because we have one three six, one three six, is it one three seven, one three seven, and then there are parties uh, going on about Ajuasafo uh, and then the uh the uh, of uh the the NDC MP who has been who has been uh, who the injunction is, is on. So they have equal numbers. And what happens is that even on the E-level vote, there's no vote which has been what easy for the majority in parliament because the NDC always can count on the fact on the lack that one MPP member is not present. And at this time, luckily for the NDC, they had all their members in or present, and then by fact, people could actually point that Adjustafo was not in parliament. So it just meant that at that point in time. The NDC had more members present in parliament than the MPP. So if they want to be a vote, surely the NDC will win the vote. And that will mean that just by what they were preaching, what they were advocating for, what they stood for, a vote would ensure that what that was achieved. Now that is the position of the NDC. But one thing we have to notice that that particular position is shared by a lot of Ghanaians and a lot of neutrals. That Okay, they are not, they, the ministers have left their positions. Their space created. Why don't you give to one other person? Let them what? Share. Let them come together and rule. Like one minister can have two positions. Just with caretaker ministers. They have been there before. A sanitation minister was a caretaker minister. So why don't you do that so that we can save ourselves some money, some expenditure, 
going to the one so that we can at least help ourselves most more is better than nothing yeah so a lot of Ghanaians also held that particular position and this was the first time that the NDC actually had a realistic chance of beating the MPP in an election on parliament on any issue the fact that any MPP actually NDC actually lost that particular vote is what is shocking a lot of interested people a lot of in, uh, neutrals now the whole conversation has now centered on how or why did they lose the particular vote and also the reaction of most MPs to the point that Charlie is not even cursing, <laughs> cursing their colleague MPs. We'll get, the, we'll get into that particular moment in the bed. But that's the end, like I said. So that's what happened. Now the background is that where I want to start this particular discussion or where I want to point as the, the genesis of this particular uh unforeseen circumstance or yeah what do you call it something that we not we never thought of could happen in the front of the ndc is that from all the previous votes we've had in this parliament what what happens is that even if the ndc will lose their votes all their members will vote according to the party's principle or the party's position even on e-level on whatever vote they will lose but they will lose with their numbers intact showing that the ndc really fought and fought to the end they cannot win the election because they know obviously that the mpp will always what have that one number uh, over them but they had to show that they had fought and fought to the end and for them as a party it meant that they actually stood by the position of Ghanaians to the end but Ask who was the, the, the minority leader at that time during those times? It was Haruna Edrisu, who was what? Who is the member of parliament for Tamale South constituency? So, just two months ago, his leadership was revoked by the party headquarters, the party executives, the party national executives. Uh, him with his whip, uh, deputy, the front bench, the leadership of the NDC was changed in January, and the reason for that change as what well, as echoed by the general uh, by the chairman of the party mr sidney kitia was that they'll be going to election 2024 on the grounds of economy that meant that they needed someone who was very very what who was very very uh that's the word i'm looking for who could actually come in and present a, an argument on the what for the ndc in terms of the economy and that Haruna Idrisu, who has served the party for so long, could not, could not, could not do that, part, that, part, that particular role perfectly or compared to a, compared to a new and current minority leader, Mr. or Dr. Ato Fossin. Now, it's a very valid argument if you want to say that maybe if you think that the MPP has not performed well in the economy, with the economy, which they haven't done, the best foot for you to take forward is the economic foot and the best person in your ranks is the what is the current minority leader but that particular decision was what was largely largely criticized first by the mps themselves because they claimed that they were not consulted on the decision they had to hold other other meetings just to what to calm nerves but first that particular decision was what was criticized by the MPs themselves. Most of them uh, refused to acknowledge the, the, the changes. And also a lot of people may call it a mistake on the part of the NDC. 
now what happens is that you've changed the leadership in parliament and this leadership actually delivered on its mandate in the sense that it created a very strong unit of members or members or mps in parliament on the side of the ndc and that, that it just gave me something interesting in my mind so if that particular leadership or if at that time it was easy to whip the leaders was it the work of the national executives or it was the work of the leadership in parliament that just what came to my mind. I think that's another question that we can answer because you can actually credit Aruna and Co for what we think their members in line. But whenever there's an election, you see that the executives are in the in the in the chambers. Was this particular uh, achievement by that by the previous leadership can it be attributed to the executives or just the they as the leaders? But like I said, let's continue for our discussion. So a lot of people were. A lot of people criticized the, the, that particular decision, and the rift started create, started what showing from that place. Mind you, this particular rift between uh, this supposed this supposed uh, rift between the Haruna and then Ketia and then the Mama, like even the regional elections, it was there. Mama boy, Haruna boy, and all those stuff was there from the beginning, but it never actually showed face until. Uh, the particular decision to change the leadership of the NDC in Parliament. And that particular decision, a lot of people said that it was uh, employed by Mr. The, the chairman of the party, Mr. Nketiah, and then former president, your mama, to want to take over the party. But these are just, well, these are just uh, allegations that no one has yet been, one, been able to what, to cement or to, uh, to to prove evidence for. So let's just take it as they are and move on. So yeah, that's what happened in the NDC and that changed the face of the NDC. Now bear in mind that a lot of MPs were not in favor of the decision. So even though they are silent, they may not have gotten over that particular, that particular decision. Now the most important question to ask is that what did the NDC do with those who were who resisted or who were rebellious against the decision? It's a very, very important question to ask because it cannot happen that you take a decision as a group and everybody will, will agree to that decision. But the most important thing to do is to make the person understand that this particular decision was in the favor of the of the group and that he or she should at least, for the sake of the entire group's interest, take the decision at heart and then come well, and then comport with the standard of behavior of the full group. Did that happen within the NDC? We are yet to see. We're here to see so that's where it started now the election that went all of parliament that day was the results are very funny bro. let's just go over the results let's actually see what really happened what really happened was that the votes did not pan out the way the NDC expected it even though there was a what the directive from the executive the national executive that hey my MPs let's vote against these nominations let's vote against this nomination let's show the Ghanaians that we are actually what standing by the principle that we do not want excess expenditure of or with our Ghana money especially when we are looking for money giddy, 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 giddy. so yeah this were the nominees and their votes Katie Hamon Minister of Trade and Industry had 154 years vote like 154 minus 136 tell, that tells you that almost 20 not up to 20 but almost 20 NDC members voted for him Brian Chapa had 167 so 130 that's just what 30 uh, almost 30 people voted for Prachapo from the NDC side. Mohamed Amin Adam, uh, who is the minister, who is now Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, uh, had 152 votes, also more than the NPP's number. It meant that NDC members voted for him. 
the no votes of 117. 117 compared to 136 is a fire off. Uh, we also had Jose Bonsu Amwa, who uh, Minister of State and the Minister of Local Government and Rural Development. Uh, he had 149 votes. So we come out we continue our discussion like us uh or say bonsamo had 149 votes obviously more than many. some ndc mps voted for him then dr steven amwa had 146 that's almost what 10 10 additional from the ndc side and steven and samuel barton who was who was minister for religious and chieftaincy affairs 147 that's another 10 or 11 people from the ndc side who voted for him so all the nominees <laughs> for the by the president, at least ten or more NDC MPs voted to uh, to approve them. Now, how was that possible when the party had made a statement directing all its members to uh, to vote in a particular position or vote a particular way? No, categorically no. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come, we'll look at the the, the, the the argument for the independence of thought and action because these are MPs, these are uh, established men and women of their own caliber. Uh, they know what they are about and they know how far how they came to where they are. So you can't just you can't just expect one thirty six men and women to just say yes sir yes sir all the time. There's the need for them to express the independence of thought, but. In this particular independence of thought and action is actually good for our democracy where we say that okay we as citizens voted you to go and represent us if you went there on the ticket of ndc it's good for you but we want you to represent us so we don't want you to just go and be voting for ndc position all the time vote for our position when we come and we explore the argument for the what the freedom or independence of thought and action more into details uh, after the show but still can stay with us we'll be right back after the show yeah What's up, people? I go by the name Coin Takra. Coin, oh, yeah. Now with the level bear. Now listen, time it's Coin Takra. Every Friday on Ghana Talks Radio, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Some more with the doubt. I got another segment for you guys. Now listen, it's all about the up and coming round table. You be rapper, you the sing, or you feel say you get talent, you get songs. Now listen, send your song and picture via round table at ghanatalksradio.com or just WhatsApp us. On zero two zero two five four four six one four. 
up and coming artists round table and I'll listen every week beyond we go select 10 best artists our judges good day studio best one but we never forget the fans and all on all social media and when I was treating and so on then go vote you go invite them for studio and I'll be get surprised for the artists what you see so last Friday of every month you go invite the first week second week third week in your day kang no near the my bus studio because so many prizes for the soldiers so up and coming round table if you be artist Charlie just put a song there you go blow am one in your corner be a mommy at that wadding jajain Wait, what? What happened? And what did you do? Have you ever heard a story or a dilemma that had you wanting more? Have you ever been in a situation with no one to turn to? Well, come and talk to Nans. Join us for Storytime every two weeks. Storytime is where we discuss your issues and give you advice with guest speakers. Look at it as your sister helping you out, giving you advice and just having a good old conversation. So make sure you email us all of your issues and dilemmas now at storytime at ghanatalksradio.com. That's storytime at ghanatalksradio.com. Make sure you tune in. That's every two weeks, every second Sunday on Ghana Talks Radio at 2 p.m. Listen back by visiting the podcast section on www.ghanatalksradio.com. We're waiting for you. Every occasion demands the company of good music that fits the purpose. At GTR Sounds, we understand your need to create just the right atmosphere for your wedding or engagement, party, funeral, crusade, political campaign or rally, or just any other event, as well as executive and corporate functions. With our modern and high-quality spinning machines, mixers, microphones, and power amplifiers, plenary speakers, and subs, we offer the highest of sound quality and music play at events and functions. At GTR Sounds, we have a team of seasoned and highly experienced sound engineers who understand just the right choice of music for your event. Locate our studios at Aponchi Hotel in Anya or call our numbers 054-8522-897 or 027-3363-973. You can also reach via our email sounds at ghanatalksradio.com. At GTR Sounds, we take care of your event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic made it. Yeah. To the chemical live on Ghana Talk Studio before the break, we're discussing uh, the results of the what the ministerial uh, uh, nomination there to, to approve them. Uh, now, I want us to look at the this argument uh, about independence of thought and action and what it means for our democracy. So, what happens is that in our system and the democratic system, largely. A lot of what a lot of congressmen and women, a lot of members of parliament, senators, they are elected on the the base of their of their what of their parties. So someone can be MPP MP, and he's he or she is there because the constituency just want to vote for MPP, not because of the person, the, him or herself. Like what happens is that 
you have a better chance at becoming an MP if you join a political party than going independent in Ghana. So, the parties actually have a key word role, actually play a key role, critical role in getting most of these MPs elected. That is one. Two, what also happens is that when the party plays a role in getting one elected as an MP, what happens is that in real sense, the person is representing the masses who voted for him. They may have voted for him based on his party, his or her party affiliation, but yes, they voted for the person to go and represent their, their interests. That is the basic idea of the parliament. That okay, you bring from each household, bring one person from each household, let us sit at the what at the table and discuss whatever is good for all of us. So if you come from this household or constituency, you hold or you represent the interests of those people in that particular household or constituency. And that's why we have a parliament. So a parliament is just a group of people who have come from each and every constituency in the country, come together to represent the constituents of the past. So the one we have a national dialogue, everybody is feels a part of that particular dialogue. This is regardless, this is regardless of whether or not you have voted based on your affiliation to a party A or party B. But that's the democracy, that's the, that's the idea of it. But like I said already, these political parties actually play a key role in deciding who becomes MP. So yes, you may have the qualities, you may have the what, the, 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 the fame, the popularity among your people. But just because you don't belong to party B, it may make you lose your bid to become an MP for that particular constituency. So the MPs largely hold what, what owe a lot of allegiance to the parties. And that is why when they go, they have caucus, they represent each the parties in the caucus. They don't sit with they don't sit in alphabetical order. If they're representing uh, what they call if they representing the constituencies, they will be sitting in according to alphabetical order. But that's not what happens. What happens is that they go and sit according to party colors. So the left, the right of the speaker, the majority, the MPP, and the left of the speaker, the minority, the NDC. So the MPs are party agents in parliament. More than they are representatives of the people in parliament. But in the real sense, idea of the democracy, no, they are supposed to be more of representatives of the people than of agents of their party. Now, what happens when an MP decides to, uh, to vote against his or her party position? They are actually uh, uh, expressing the independence of thought. But the big question is that, in, what, in whose interest are you voting? Is it your own interest as an MP or... In the interest of your people or in the interest of the country or in the interest of yourself if an mp votes for him or herself that's becoming selfish that is become that is what now not recognizing any other interest but yours it is actually something that can happen is a reality people can go in and vote for themselves because maybe i'm taking something from someone so i'll compromise i vote and you don't know what i voted for and you move no problem no one knows what happens. I just I get my advantage and then I'm moving on. Secondly, I'm also voting for my own interest because maybe someone did something to me that I didn't like and because of that, I'm not going to vote according to what everybody is saying. Third, maybe the position of your party doesn't sync with the interests of the country. So you say, no, me, I'm not going to vote because this way because my party or the country does not need me to vote in that way. I want to save my country bigger than I want to save my party. And that's what we are all looking for. 
that our MPs will decide to save the country than save their political parties. Now, moving on to the last part, you are actually vote against your people, your party, because your people, your people that who actually voted with their terms for you are saying that don't vote with the party position. But in this case of the NDC, what was the likely situation that happened that some members of the NDC, so or some MPP, some NDC MP decided to vote against the party position? The question is that did they vote based on their selfish interest? Did they vote in the base or did they vote for or in the interest of the of the country as a whole? Or did they vote for the interest of the of the people that they represent? Now the national interest we all know largely section of the public are all in the interest of the fact of that ministers should not have, should not have been approved like you don't have money to pay to, to spend so much of war uh, residence security allowances salaries and all that because we do, like we are actually in tough times so the natural the national interest per se just on the lay view would have been that we don't need new ministers like I said, on the leave, maybe we may go into details in a minute. Maybe we actually need more ministers. But on the lay, on the opaque, just on the, 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 the surface of it, we don't need more ministers. That's the national interest. So, for NDC MPs, for some to vote against that particular interest or against the position of the NDC, looks like they voted against the national interest. Is that the case? What is the constituency interest? Now, let's get the constituency interest. Now, the constituency interest is just like... So we have 275 of them in parliament constituencies in the country, and then assuming 276 uh, 274 are saying that oh we want to vote for uh hospital rather than an overhead, and then this particular constituency says as for we whether the 274 are in the one position we don't care, go and vote for the overhead over the hospital, and you, the MP goes and say okay my people say I want to vote they should, I should vote this one that's what I'm going to vote now the question is that which constituency will have that particular public sentiment that the, the country needs more ministers to the point that someone in the opposition will want to vote in favor of the government's position I don't think there will be any constituency in that sense especially when our MPs really 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 ever vote for the position of their constituents they don't even know how to even uh, to, 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 to measure what their constraints at that particular point in time want or want them to vote. There are no system, there's no way that you can even assess it. There's no service, there are no public research and anything going on. We just assume that once the party sees A, then everybody's going according to their party. So, yeah, it wasn't constituency interest, uh, it was also national interest. It actually looks like it was selfish interest, like what will favor me. And that is where a lot of reactions is coming from that. For especially for the MP, some NDC members, that there's no way that you actually choose your own interest over one constituency interest, two uh, party interest, three, and then national interest. Uh, let me read uh, a post by His Excellency George Draman Mahama on that particular issue. But he basically said that those who voted against those three interests that I've just counted, uh, they may be more, or I may be wrong, but those who voted against those interests uh, should do some soul searching. <laughs> Bro, this is actually very wild. He said they should do soul searching. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ecstatic made it. Yeah. Nobody feeling that way I'm feeling tonight, yeah And I have the hope that things will be alright, yeah So we're feeling 
Reading from what uh, some bits of what His Excellency former President Your Mama said, he said uh, a couple of weeks ago, our NDC announced a principal position, and the position was to vote against the nominations or the nominees. Uh, this position was supported by the broad section of the of Ghanaians, which is actually also true. Uh, and unfortunately, Ghanaians were so disappointed yesterday when several members of the minority, for some parochial and personal interest, voted against the principal position <laughs> adopted by the party. I'm also disappointed. So yeah, he also qualifies qualifies this particular position as well selfish uh, interest. But let's go back to the independence of thought argument again. Is it not good for our democracy that our finally we can have MPs who are, who express the independent thought and action and act according to that particular thought? Uh, it's interesting that at least. Uh, it's not always all the time that uh, the party should always whip or can always whip its members in line. Uh, but once in a while, there's what? The MPs can, uh, can what? Can exercise the independent action and thought. But another actually interesting perspective to this particular whole issue is the issue of leadership. Because like I said in the beginning, whipping members of parliament on the NDCS wasn't so difficult with Haruna. Now, could it be, it be that some members of parliament uh, in, in expressing their independent thoughts actually, uh, what did I say, took advantage of the fact that they were, there's this kind of, there was this kind of changes that they were not happy about. So, for example, if you still feel that you are not happy about the changes that were made by the executive, so because of that, this particular voting presented an opportunity for you to show the executive that okay, yeah, I can express my independence by not respecting what you are saying, and, because, and by that, I don't have any problem. To, I always just save my own conscience, and then what I'm free to go. Uh, that's also very interesting. So, let's is it about leadership? I don't know, I hope not, because NDC, uh, they are the only <laughs> they, for them to actually uh, what present themselves as a very, very viable position, especially good to the next election. They have to be united, and I think this is where I want to end my conversation here. That, despite the reactions, despite uh, the 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 seeming uh, acrimony that is building up in the NDC, there's a need for uh, the party itself to look at itself within itself and try and what try and work things out. But one thing I've always said about politics: that politics is more is more is more about leverage than of interest. Because even if you have an interest and you don't have leverage, what happens is that your interest will not be met. So there's also about leverage. And maybe no one one party or session should believe that they have full control or leverage over anybody else. What happens is that you must always identify that someone also has leverage and then what compromise so that you can what 
uh merge this 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 interest into one interest then that will be the interest of the ndc uh this one shortly from uh, uh honorable zaneto ajima rollins uh, daughter of former president Rollins of Blazing Memory said that his father would have made all the ADC MP swear on Antoine. That's how serious uh, the the fact that this particular uh, this this thing has well gone to. So she says that he's uh, okay. So as for she said that some lawmakers in the NDC betrayed their, their party in the approval of the ministers, and her late father Jerry Rollins would have what been livid about it. Yes, 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 yes. He she said that the uh, former president Rollins will probably challenge all the NDC MPs to swear on Antwa. Antwa is actually a popular god in Ghana here, and we all know that if you go and swear at Antwa or uh, on Antwa, then you actually will be serious with your position. So for those NDC MPs who are who actually voted against uh, their party position in parliament, especially on the on the ministerial nominations. Ablaqua is calling them traitors, Judas's and Isos. Bro, this is actually very wild. But like I said, politics is all about leveraging. It's more about leverage than our interest. Uh, for the party, the NEC party itself will not benefit anything if they don't understand that leverage issue and then compromise and then build to form a unit. It's normal that going ahead of uh, the primaries, it's normal for this drift to show that's normal within the process you must all what hold on to our positions to see who what who who eventually lose uh because the person will not have leverage the person will have lost out of elections but hopefully after this particular primaries and stuff everything will come back together for them to prove to to to, to 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 put together a very strong for a uh, front against the mpp in the next election because the way the money is going to the mpp you know the next election will be very 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 difficult uh, for the NPNDC to countenance on a divided front. Uh, this is where I'll put my conversation uh, to an end on the Kibiko Live. I'm going to talk to you. My name is Lance Lawrence. Uh, stick and stay. Enjoy the rest of our programs. Go on to www.ganatalksradio.com. Ganatalksradio.com for all your news and updates and entertainment. You can also download the GTR app on Play Store, Amazon, Huawei, App Gallery, and Google Play Store. Uh, iPhone uh, app store uh, always what always tuning live to enjoy our amazing shows and programs from right here DJ Kobe Rachel will be giving us some good music uh, live on Mix Cloud and also on their website www.ganatosfield.com so you can stay and enjoy until tomorrow and at the same time 2.30pm we'll be right back with another edition of the Cubicle bye bye yeah 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 Ah. Ecstatic made it Yeah